0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another very special episode of Ignite Radio Live.
1: You are with Greg and Stephanie Schleter over the five mighty stations of Annunciation Radio. We are so blessed to be together. And if you want to go more deeply into this great adventure of family, check us out at ilovemyfamily.us.
0: We are so blessed by so many in this community who own or run businesses that are about the kingdom. They're about professional excellence and about building the kingdom. All-in-one payroll, Sherry Glenneman.
1: Archbald Furniture Company, Pat and Patty McNamara.
0: Becoming Gift, Andrew Reinhardt.
1: Carpets by Otto, Otto and D. Wyke.
0: Carruth Studio, Terry Langenderfer.
1: Cronin Auto Family, Rich and Connie Cronin.
0: Interstate Commercial Glass, Walter Erickson.
1: Isabel Financial Services, Dennis Isabel.
0: MFC Products, Miller Fastener and Components, Paul Miller.
1: McCartney Coaching, Mike McCartney.
0: Resourceman, Jeffrey Barefoot.
1: Rob Holer, Key Realty, Rob Holler.
0: Corey Hawk Medical, Bill Noltener.
1: Signature Associates, Megan Malcheski.
0: SJS Investment Services, Kevin Kelly.
1: Turning Point Chiropractic. The dear Doctors Jeff and Rachel Elmore
0: Westgate Insurance Agency Stephen Molshewski.
1: So we just ask you to support them as they support us in this ministry and again it's so awesome to know that you will be taken care of with integrity and that they are truly about building the kingdom.
0: So, again, check it out at massimpact.us forward slash kingdom.
1: And we want to invite you once again to our Belief and Beverage series with the theme this time around of Know the King, Live the Kingdom. It's the third Thursday of every month at the Cronin Auto GMC place in Perrysburg. <laughs> um, again, a shout out to the Cronins and their generosity for hosting these events. The next one is coming up April 21st with Father Mike Danduran, and he will be speaking on courage and civil disobedience. It's truly a great night of real presence, in-person conversation, fellowship. Again, a great speaker. We're so blessed with Father Dandaran. Um, People are just loving it. They and- really are. So we're blessed, and we invite you to join us at massimpact.us forward slash BNB, and we ask you to register and be true to your registration. So if you sign up, please show up. Mm.
0: Okay, Steph, are you ready?
1: I am as ready as I'm going to be. (laughs)
0: Let's call the Ericsons.
2: Hello?
1: Hello, Ericsons. How are our dear friends this evening?
2: We're doing excellent. How are you? Awesome.
1: So looking forward
0: to this. So before you guys got on, we are telling everybody in the listening audience just that this is a family road trip series. We talked about how we're in the wilderness, often in which of us marriages and families, couldn't benefit from a map and I kinda talked about the old days when my dad would throw the map out on the car and today we have availment to I don't know if that's a word availment digital devices, <laughs> but just how it awesome it was now. to have the old school map. But which of us don't now, especially in Lent, with the crap happening in the world, with Disney this and politics that with regard to education, and the school systems, that there's stuff happening out there. And just kind of set the stage for in a way that you and I have been united, your family and ours and many others, to seek God, to seek his hear his voice to know that he paves the way internally for us to know him personally and in our actions and how this live it gathering guide is just a great way, especially husband, wives, and families, but to be united with other families in doing it. So again, I just, listeners, I want to invite you to please go to I ilovemyfamily.us right now if you'd like, because shortly, once we get introductions going here, we're going to get right into it and be fed, be guided by, be filled, be nurtured, strengthened by the very word of God that we are going to hear again this coming Sunday, Palm Sunday, as we enter into really the holiest week of the year. Mm-hmm. We want to receive that grace. So this is consequential. You guys down for that? We're down. Definitely. <laughs> We're up. Okay. Yeah. yeah, excellent. <laughs> They're up to be down
1: or down to be up.
0: So many of our listeners who've been listening to us know the name, the beloved name, the Ericsons. They've oh, heard geez. you share your phenomenal testimony and your story. But assume nobody knows anything about you. Just give us, if you will, like in a few short minutes, the
2: 411 Born and raised in Bedford, Michigan. Um, Went to Toledo Central Catholic for high school. Met my wife at Ball State in Muncie, Indiana. And got married right after school. Came back here, lived in Sylvania, Ohio. Um, Run a family business here in Sylvania, Ohio, the greater Toledo area. Uh, We have seven children, one in heaven, uh, God willing. And um, striving to live out our faith. Keep our kids' souls uh, focused on, on Christ, His church, and obviously, in the end, heaven. That was amazing.
0: Awesome. Wow. What example. If you could just also just say a word about um, the fact that, you know, you both really came out of the womb, dynamic, committed Catholics, living the moral and virtuous life right up to present day, Right. Nope.
1: <laughs> That's all you need to say.
0: <laughs> if you nope. could just tell us a little bit about that backdrop, because yeah. many listening right now just shifted over from Van Halen, and they happened to land on this because we're talking about marriage and sex and family, let it linger there. And uh, we have families talking about faith. So tell us a little bit about that journey.
2: Junior high, high school, college, um, I had a prayer life, but by no by no means, uh, did I have a life uh, rooted in uh, in Christ, rooted in his church, uh, rooted in uh, morality? Um, it was very mixed. Uh, there were things there were there were there were hills I was willing to die on, uh, like Christ's design for marriage, uh, abortion, uh, and yet there were there were a multitude of other things that oh. I was a total mess on. Um, premarital sex, living together. Uh, cussing um, you know listening to music uh, reading things that were totally wrong and inappropriate for my for my soul um, not understanding what true friendship was so I met uh, brothers in Christ um, all of those things and that all came really after we got married mm-hmm. and uh, and started to consistently go to church together and i'm I'm the type of person that whenever I do something, I want to do it 110%. I don't, uh, I don't want to half pass anything. And I'm like, if we're going to, if we're going to do this thing, this thing called following Christ, then then we need to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. We need to seek, you know, what right is. We need to seek that it's 110%. It can't just be one of the few really good, big, important things in our life. Like if, if this is what church teaches, then we got to do it 110% because, uh, anything less is just too risky for eternity.
3: So I was born and raised Catholic. Um, We did everything that you're supposed to do. We went to mass on Sunday. We prayed over at um, dinner, but that was really it. Um, So it was very easy for me to walk away in college because I didn't, have the like love and the relationship with jesus it was just this is what we did Mm -hmm. and so in college i walked away and then um met walt at 18 and somehow it was rooted at least in me to know that you know if we're going to get married you have to be willing to get married in the catholic church and we're going to raise our kids catholic even though I wasn't really practicing at the time Mm -hmm. and oh, he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. So, okay, let's go ahead and get married. So it wasn't until seriously our vows and kneeling, we're looking at, or it was the homily before the homily of our wedding mass where I first heard my job is to get him to heaven Mm -hmm. and his job is to get me to heaven. Well, that's pathetic that I didn't know that ahead of time, Mm -hmm. but at least I learned it then, right? Right, that's right. Um, so it 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 was like a a seed that was planted, and um, so we started to go to church occasionally together. He started listening to Catholic radio. Um, just had like some hard times with with business, and I was having a difficult time getting pregnant all I ever wanted to do,
2: we we were having a hard time. Yes.
3: (laughs) uh, All I ever wanted to do from like two years old on was to be a mom. Uh And I went to school to be a nurse so that I could be a mom. So I could work weird hours and our kids wouldn't have to go to daycare and all that. And, um, just year after year, not pregnant. It took us four years and, um, finally pregnant had Allie and we're going to baptism classes and, the deacon was like, you are making a covenant with God, an oath with God that Mm. you are going to raise your daughter in the faith. And that struck me like lightning. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I like, I need to be doing this because if I don't follow this covenant with God, I'm going to hell. And so is my husband. And we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. And um, so then we started going to mass regularly uh, started like little Bible study here and there to like learn more um, Walt was still not Catholic at the time um, baby number two comes sixteen months later and then pregnant again and baby number three i'm twenty eight weeks pregnant and um and she dies and it uh. was awful um but she died august tenth two thousand eleven and walt started rcia the following month uh. um, and became and so I really think that she helped. She, she's helping our family. Sweet little
0: Mary. Just very moved by you guys and your story. And I, I, I am I'm always drawn deeper and connected more every time that you tell it and to see it continue to unveil. So, folks, we're so blessed that you are with us tonight. And um, if you're yearning for more. If you're yearning to know Christ more, if you're yearning to discover that he is the only one who can satisfy, who can heal, who can strengthen, who can restore, that that deepest longing that all of us face, maybe sometimes in the hours of the night or throughout the day when there's disconnect, the only answer is Jesus and turning to him in the fullness of our faith. And this gathering guide is simply an opportunity, a challenge to bring your family together, to talk and pray Based upon Sunday readings. It's truly the currency, if you will. You know, we think of currency as money, the monetary system, right, that keeps the world moving. We know it's challenged and pressed in a lot of ways. Another conversation, another time. But the currency of life is the Holy Spirit alive in our relationships. And sometimes we can go through day after day, right, without connecting, without tapping into the heart of the Father who unites us in love with Him and in Him with one another. So we're going to go right to this gathering guide. And I encourage you again to join in is at us Erickson's have done this for years, but we're going to kind of do it by the book, right? Because there's fun questions, and we're going to start right out of the gates with fun questions as it prescribes. But before we actually get to the level, so there's fun questions, there's uh, um, daily questions, which you'll discover are ways to really kind of open the door and consider things going on in life. We pray the gospel. Typically, one of the readings, we read through the gospel, and we ask questions and discuss, and then we make some solid commitments that we can grow in. Um, so, Steph, before we get there. Why don't you just give us a quick snapshot of the rules? Because
1: I'm the rule master. You are Is the rule maestress. No, it's, it's a great opportunity also to instill these um, rules or virtues as you're setting the stage to gather. And um, just an opportunity, I was going to say, to teach the kids, but also to be reminded as adults to mm. these important things. So there are three simple rules. One, the first one is love. Um, who doesn't love? Mm. Love. Uh, which means in this setting to respect others, not to interrupt, listen with real interest and care and to be encouraging. You know, just to be focused and listen. So often we all fall short, you know, thinking what we have to say is mm. more important or to clarify or to do this or to do that. But just that great um, inner self-control and Opportunity to love Mm. by just listening. Mm. Um, The second one environment. It's great to set it deliberately to put away devices. Um, to have nothing conflicting with this time, um, you know, set those rules of, you know, complete focus you can light a candle, you can do it in a special part of the house, you know, like whatever fits for your family, but make that environment special.
0: Before you go to the third one, let me ask you a question for those with real littles. Is that possible? Is it possible to bring them together in a circle, and, and what does it look like?
1: So I'll let Erickson's comment on that in a minute because they've had and have the whole range. So obviously there's flexibility, but our our kind of guiding role is um, expect what they're capable of. And I think too often we as parents set the bar pretty low. Mm. Um obviously the little, little ones are not going to sit still the entire time or be completely quiet. And we've known families to do it with the older kids first or do something a little different that includes the younger ones, the littles or whatever. So don't let that... prevent you Mm -hmm. from trying it, you know, like do the best you can do. It's better to dive in and kind of figure that out um, than not to do it at all.
0: And before you go to the uh, third one, Steph, just a note to all of you listening, if they are capable, right, of a measure of attentiveness, maybe we've allowed ourselves to become an ADD culture. And I realize there are real physiological things people face. I can't understand it. I don't judge it. For some people, that's a serious thing. But is it also possible that we're missing an opportunity? to form our children to have a level of, dare I say, contemplativeness, which if we do this, is that not a great building block for success in life to just be self-mastered as a way for what? To give ourselves a way to learn that at the earliest age.
1: Amen. So number three, and then make it your own. Know that this... um is just a guide, right? And you need to do what works best for you, whether it's, as we just talked about, the environment and timing and what's acceptable or, or whatever, or, you know, break it up through the day. We know many families who've done, you know, the family fun questions at one point and in the car or whatever, yeah. and the the daily questions, which we'll get to, you know, over, over the dinner table or, you know, a reading one day and a gospel another day or... Um, Again, just to, to make it your own so that it um, is all that the Lord desires it to be. You, you, know?
0: re- you rightly cued the Erickson's to maybe give their insight on the challenging question of environment with littles. How do you guys receive that? What have you learned or how, what advice do you give?
3: So a lot of times we do it in the evening time. We'll have the lights turned down low, sometimes turn on the, the kids call it the bonfire, but the fire. <laughs> <thing>. and, um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> We usually have them like ready for bed, so it's like quieting downtime. A lot of times we'll snuggle, like a mm. big a big will take a little, and they'll rub each other's backs or mm. whatever, so that they sit still. Sometimes Lucy, she's she's just turned four, so she's getting a little better at sitting still, but sometimes she still gets kind of wiggly. Or sometimes we'll just give her a little coloring page and a little um, crayons or whatever, and she'll let sit, lay there and color, mm-hmm. and she's quiet. As long as they're quiet. If they're not quiet, they're in trouble. Um, They get sent to their room or the corner or spanked or whatever it is that needs to happen.
2: Um, Totally spanking.
3: (laughs) They get they're getting better and they know like this is prayer time. And so then when we go around and say, I'm sorry, they'll actually say even the littles will say, I'm sorry, I didn't pay attention in prayer.
1: Mm, That's (laughs) awesome. You
3: know, Know this, like then just do it. But then I hear, look at myself and I'm like, I know this and I still do it over and over again. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so attorneys are trained to only ask questions that they know what the answer is going to be. So not that I'm a good attorney, but have you grown in understanding through this, what your kids are truly capable of doing? And by that, I mean, blessed by in expectations.
2: For sure. Um, so our, our oldest three are all girls and they, they all have their own bedroom, but they share it with a little mm. and um, a younger sibling. And That's so they cool. all lead uh, their own night prayer. Um, they have their own you know evening reflection books, right? Read scripture, wrote uh, prayer. Uh, they all do their own prayer with the littles. And if you, I tell you what, you, you miss one night, the littles are like, I cannot go to bed. Mm. Until, so beautiful you know until we do this this prayer and um it's neat to see them start to get engaged all the more and you know as our children are getting older and their faith is getting stronger um it's so beautiful to hear their conversations their and their very own prayer mm. and we just had a, our oldest um uh, just had confirmation here a week ago and um we were talking about it, you know, multiple times, you know, in the in the previous week, and just to hear her talk about how excited she was mm-hmm. to make that that lifelong commitment to Christ mm-hmm. um, and why, and also to, uh, you know, to, to for her to know that she, the example that she was so was
0: that's amazing, and just for our audience folks you're tuned in to Ignite Radio Live and we are with the Ericksons Walt and Liz Erickson we're foraying into this thing called the Livid Gathering Guide it 's a great opportunity for families to gather to talk and pray based upon Sunday readings we typically like to begin right out of the gates who needs to apologize and they're so habituated towards sharing that as they get older I will acknowledge it can be a little more difficult um, but definitely to give them encouragement and to set that example as a parent. Hey, Hey, you know, Dominic, I'm very sorry when I said this, you know, without the buts, that's a hard thing, right? I'm sorry for saying this. Create a, uh, a capacity for success with that. How many of us, again, we make the point where siblings at an early age, something is done or parents were, that was very hurtful and a day becomes a week, becomes a month, becomes a year. And we, we had the opportunity early on to stem that tide. So important right out of the gates, apologies, and then we'll say forgiveness. Well, who needs to tell somebody something that they, how they hurt you? Again, we get this. Some of you parents are listening like, uh, no way. I cannot imagine that happening. Start small. Just simply start when you gather, when you get to this point. You know, you be the one to say, these are things I need to apologize to. A good, clear, crisp apology. With that said, then, we kind of get into the fun questions. Um, and we're going to do that right now. So I'm going to ask you, Liz, first, ladies first, pick a number between 1 and 50. At this point, you probably have them memorized, but just throw out a number, 1 to, 1 to 50.
1: Seven. Why don't you just pick one that's... No, small. seven's great. You got this. You got this. If I could only eat one food for an entire week, it would be... Oh. <laughs> I'm
3: going to have to say salad with chicken in it.
1: Oh. that's what I eat. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Steph, you pick a number. Um, 31.
0: That's a fun number. Something I really like to do when I need peace is... It's a good one.
1: Ah. <gasps> Gosh, it depends (laughs) on my space um, or who is bringing me the lack of peace. Um, (laughs) um, Obviously, not to sound cliche, but, you know, to go to that place of prayer. Mm -hmm. um, And I mean that sincerely. Also, just quiet, you know, like just quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, Love to walk in those moments. Love to snug my husband. Mm -hmm. um, Be snugged by my husband. So those would be um my go to also um i'm going to just throw it out there too just music music um which i know contradicts the silence thing that's why i said it kind of depends sometimes after that silence though just needs to be filled with um declarations mm-hmm. of goodness so we're blessed um in this day and age to have so many awesome uh praise and worship songs or you know, some form of chant, or even just classical music, mm-hmm. you know, the true, the good, the beautiful, you know, which emanates Excellent. that. So yeah. Walt. Pick a number, Mr. Erickson. 49.
0: One thing I want to give to the world to make it a better place is, it's a good one for you being a builder.
2: I want to share the gifts that God blessed with me with others. Awesome. I, I think that that is, uh, it's where my heart is, and uh, we've all been given gifts, whether small or great, and they are meant to be shared, truly shared. And I think all too often in this world, mm-hmm. people are given many gifts, and they just do not share them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And they don't. They don't realize the impact they can have on others if they do.
0: Mm-hmm. You're busy, you have a business, you've got your homeschooling thing going on, you are engaged in a lot of different things. You've always found time to love, to care for, to be attentive to personal issues going on in people's lives, your love of them. In so many ways, it's awesome to think about the fact of what if you hadn't, where would they be now if you hadn't been there for them? So I, for one, just want to thank God for you. And hopefully all of you who are listening, take stock in that. Who are the people whom you've been blessed to be a blesser of and how their lives have been benefited because of you? All right, so.
1: Well, I just need to say, too, when uh, we read the question aloud, I thought to answer for both of you was... um, the thing that you've given to the world to make it a better place is everything that Greg said. Yes, um, <laughs> certainly your marriage. But the first thing that came to mind was your precious, precious kids. So mm. thank you for your openness to life and to blessing the world with them, which has truly made it a better place.
0: Mm. I'm going to pick number 11. And that is I cheated. I'm going to be honest. But what oh. really looked at it, what really makes me happy is I'm going to say things like this. It is just coming together with people that you love that no love. Love you in the mess of your lives and everything going on and truly, you know, seeking God's grace, talking about him, talking about the kingdom that just overflows right into every part of our lives makes a difference. There's nothing I love more so much that I think, Steph, let's start a movement <laughs> around this idea. All right. So folks, right. I love my family us. We're doing the live it gathering guide. Hopefully you're joining us. And if not, you're driving, you know, don't worry about it. But we just did what are called family fun questions. There are 50 and that's one way you can do it. Go ahead, Steph.
1: And so for many families, especially if they don't have the culture of conversation or going deeper, um, this is a great way to start. And we like to say, even if that's the only thing that you do the first time around, just to kind of break the ice and to get conversation flowing Mm -hmm. and to make kids more comfortable or parents more comfortable. Praise God.
0: Amen. So the second thing is really kind of the cornerstone. You might say the gospel certainly is because it's the word of God and to talk about that. But as far as every day, how do we really become aware of our Christ likeness? And that's through kind of asking questions that tap the life, death and resurrection experience in humanity. Now, that's a lot of words and a lot to digest, but we are in Christ. So to tap the ways in which we are alive, dying, and being outpoured in the resurrection. So daily questions, there's five of them I'm going to read. And ideally, these are questions that you can ask at breakfast, lunch, dinner, throughout the day, and certainly as we are now, in the context of the Live Gathering Guide. So I'm going to read each of these five questions and let you, Liz, first, once we're done, pick one or two you decide that you'd like to respond to. So number one, something you're grateful for. Number two, a recent victory. Number three, a current victory challenge. Number four, an affirmation of someone. Number five, something meaningful happening. What jumps out at you, Liz?
3: Um, Something I'm grateful for. I am, my list is endless. Mm -hmm. Um, Number one is for my husband. Um, He is amazing. He loves unconditionally. He's very, um, an excellent Provider and protector of Uh our family. And I really feel that he's doing his best to try and get our family to heaven Mm. and others. So definitely grateful for my husband.
0: That's awesome. Walt, you and I spoke of some things recently. Maybe you could address that. I don't want to force it if you want to go in that direction. But a pretty powerful weekend for you and family.
2: Yeah, We have a a sister-in-law who um, we found out a couple weeks ago has cancer and she has cancer all over her body. And um, um, we have been um, obviously praying for her constantly. We've had a lot of empathy for her mm-hmm. um, and her husband and her children. Um, all of her children are still in the house. And so this weekend we went to visit uh, to visit her and spend some time with her and the family. And um, we had the opportunity to pray over her. And obviously, um, it's such a blessing and it doesn't even matter what you say. It's right. It's the, it's the fact that you're willing to pray. Mm. It's the fact that you, uh, that you love them so much, right? You, you want to lay your hands on them appropriately. Um, (laughs) and, and anyways, um, where I had struggled is I hadn't seen her for, for a while and, um, I missed her and I loved her and, and I, I was just, I was somewhat puzzled, um, why I had not, um, felt, I guess, certain emotions. And when I got to see her and then pray over her, uh, all those emotions that I knew were there, but for some reason, weren't being shown, uh, they all came out. Mm-hmm. It's know? amazing. And it was beautiful. It was a blessing. And, um, Power of prayer. That's amazing.
0: And folks, right now, uh, per the third rule of make it your own, I and this is the sort of thing you do when you do this for a while, As I'm mindful we can not simply go horizontal in talking about this, but we can go vertical in this very moment. Like I'm prompted in this very moment as Walt is talking, thinking of the capacity for right now to put Walt on the spot and lead a prayer of ever deeper healing for his sister-in-law. But I want to invite you, think of somebody right now that you know is in need of deep healing, physical, emotional, relational, spiritual, and let's have confidence. This moment isn't just happenstance.
2: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, our King, our God, our Doctor, our Healer, mm all that we live for, all we want to be. We know that this life is short. We know that it comes with crosses and blessings. Heavenly father, I pray in a special way for our beautiful sister-in-law, Jennifer North, mm-hmm. that she be healed mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. That you wrap your mantle around her, her husband and her children, that you give her peace of faith, hope, and love. That you help her husband and children through this tough time. You help her through this tough time. You carry her. Let her see, Lord, your presence in everyone and everything around her. Heavenly Father, I also pray in a special way for the passing of uh, my friend's husband. Mm. Our, and um, he passed away yesterday from cancer. Mm. Lord Jesus, please be with the family and uh, and heal them. Most holy name, we pray. Amen. name
0: of the Father's Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And thank we just you, so blessed to join in that. Just that very moment, folks, to go vertical. We're united in such an intimate way, aren't we? In uh, seeking God who made us for Himself, and that grace being outpoured. So just thank you, Jesus, and thank you, Walt and Liz for your yes, there. Steph, which one of these jumped out at you?
1: Um. I wasn't expecting. I was still caught up in the beautiful prayer Mm -mm. (laughs) of Walt. Um, This shouldn't be that hard. So my apologies. How about uh, an affirmation of someone, I'm going to say a dear older friend who affects so many people Mm. and doesn't feel because he has the public, does not have the public stage or, you know, enjoys talking in front of people or kind of being out there. But the number of people that he has touched, one, by his example, but two, in those quieter, unseen moments of conversation and prayer. Um, this just, needs a
0: drum roll, doesn't
1: it? No, just how he um, just has touched so many souls and brought them closer to Christ without any fanfare, without any um, mm-hmm. really even acknowledgement, but just living such a faithful good holy life mm. of prayer and witness and how that's transforming the world.
0: Oh, you're not going to say who it is. Nope. Okay, good.
1: Cuz he would be embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know who you're yeah. speaking of though, yeah. which is cool that it comes to mind. Mm-hmm. And and an example to you grandparents out there that this is this is, you know, what we look for as adults with kids and growing through life, we are so blessed by your witness. Mm-hmm. And uh you're, you know, you are very consequential. Many grandparents don't feel that they're consequential because, you know, the church doesn't seem to have many things for them but these small simple dedicated engaged ways i know that you know joe and sue liz's parents have become extremely dear to us um and and, you know and and a blessing of their witness so just an encouragement to all of you out there they are
3: been asked to start or be involved in the ministry of praying over people after church wow Amazing stretch especially for my father so oh it's amazing I <laughs> and yes so that's awesome in
1: the that's show so notes beautiful but i I want to acknowledge how you have um, opened that world to them and your children and their natural praying over mm-hmm. others and that's just so beautiful to see the ripple effect even in- through the discomfort right
0: in the show notes I will link to Joe's very challenging, beautiful, triumphant witness of something that had happened in the past few years and just to pique your appetite, he does share candidly about some traumatic experiences with a clergy in his youth and how God beautifully has blessed his healing and how it's transformed really him as a husband and as a father. So to pique your appetite, I'll put that in the show notes, Steph, remind me to. So um, I was reminded as Walt was sharing this past weekend, I was at the retreat at Damascus with a number of men. It's received second annual men's retreat, 200 men down at Damascus, check it out, CYSC.com our son Joseph, we talk about it often Rich Cronin's daughter Maddie, a number of us in this area have um, missionary children who are now, have navigated through going on camp to now they're leaders there, truly a catalyst of transformation in this state and far beyond reverberating, so the second annual men's retreat, very powerful next week I'm going to share some of the content some of my favorite content from that retreat so tune in next week but um, one of the testimonials which they do at the end before mass as they invite participants to come up. And one of the men got up on stage and they were all extremely powerful. You'll hear that again next week. But he had said, you know, I have to tell you, You never would have found me a year ago on a stage like this, but last, whenever it was October, the woman's retreat took place and my wife came back and was so alive in the spirit that she didn't even ask us. She paid for the way or made it possible for me and my two sons who are here with me today to go on this retreat. Well, I have to tell you a few months later, she died Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and he commented on, but you know what? And he just described that she's really small. He kind of had a funny little thing. He described how he's up on the stage there that she came in before the Eucharist at a moment during that woman's retreat. And it was just like he gave the imagery of she initially was, you know, you know, bowing down and she couldn't see Jesus. And so she stood up and she could barely see above the uh, the stage. And just his point of she was fixed on Jesus then. And now she's fixed on Jesus and desires nothing more than us being here right now and us being with her for all eternity. Mm-hmm. Wow. So God is powerful. God is moving. And in a particular way, I will say, yes, our sun led worship. And it was very, very powerful. Damascus worship. Check it out. A little plug. You will be uh, very edified by that. But the common fra- uh, th- thing shared in our small group and throughout was simply the transforming power of God with us in the Eucharist in adoration and in mass. So, wow, folks, you're tuned into Ignite Radio Live. We are doing the Live It Gathering Guide. We call this the Road Trip Series. And what is it? It's just an occasion with all of you joining us in this Moment and seeking God's grace outpoured based upon the subsequent Sunday readings. We're letting the Holy Spirit guide us. So, Steph, um, <laughs> opening prayer, already in the midst of it, which is fine. <laughs> Let it roll. But usually we pray from the heart, but there is a printed prayer, whether you're a group or a family. Steph, if you'll lead us in the printed family prayer
1: sure in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen and lord god we thank you for the wonderful gift of our family help us to know that you are truly present with us here and now listening to us desiring us to more fully discover you and our love for one another teach us of kindness patience mercy and forgiveness Help us now to really open our hearts to experience you. We recommit ourselves to becoming who we were made to be individually and as a family. Thank you for creating our family in your image and giving us the mission of making your love known to the world. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father, Son, and the the
0: Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, folks, it already feels like we've had a full course uh, steak dinner, but guess what? It just gets better. And by the way, that the ultimate meat, the ultimate steak is really going to be when we go to mass this Sunday. This ought to pique our appetite for Jesus Christ himself uh, in that amazing uh, encounter and just proclaiming the gospel or the readings itself. If you did nothing more for your kids to actually hear the word of God proclaimed and connect it when they're actually at mass. Steph?
1: I just want to also point out online there is um, the link in the guide to um, a new video every week Hmm. that kind of highlights something from the upcoming gospel so we're blessed to have different families after our children having done it for um, millennia yes it felt like um, so just super blessed and one of those families is the Erickson's so just kind of neat especially for younger kids um, for them to see that and to see other families kind of, and parents um, proclaiming a message so that's always a highlight for to pe- families to see
0: to pique your appetite a trailer last week the Erickson's did a Lego version of the woman encounters the adulteress and it is very very creative very very fun and if you go to I love my family US, you'll get that gospel with a great message in like two and a half minutes or less so they're doing you guys are doing a fit
3: fa- at church we went to church the other day um, our Sunday they kids looked at me they're like mom this is our gospel oh that's awesome trying to this their own because we did a little video on it so.
1: that's great
3: but they knew it really well and they were able to
0: that's in awesome. More,
1: I'm sure. Yeah.
0: And trust me on this, like five years, 10 years, when they get married, they're going to look back at these and they're going to laugh a little bit. Maybe they'll feel cringed out a little bit as our kids are, which I don't think yours will because yours are awesome. Not that ours didn't have good ones in there, but you know, to see the little faces and the little interactions and to kind of remember what it was like to have a mission as a family to do this. So anyways, let, let's move down then in the guide. The, the longer gospel, of course, is the passion Sunday Gospel, which is a little long here, and we can anticipate that this Sunday. But let's get to the first reading. Go ahead, Steph.
1: Okay. The first reading is a reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Um, And before I proclaim it, just the first question that we always ask, and it's kind of good to keep in mind, um, is what struck you in this reading, challenged you, inspired you? What questions did it raise? So a reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. Morning after morning, he opens my ear that I may hear and I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard, my face I did not shield from buffets and spitting, the Lord God is my help. Therefore, I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God.
2: Thanks be to God.
1: So, dear Ericsons, what struck you, challenged you, inspired you? What questions did it raise?
2: I always think about the face like flint. Mm. And I use... I use... Flint, right? Start a fire, huh. and um, uh, but I, I think about I think about that often, and uh, you know the, the buffets that the world, you know, and people, right, put against you, and um, um, because of my faith, I am I'm very, very, very thankful that Christ has allowed me to easily forgive others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in so many other places where I struggle and where I'm weak, um, I relate that that face like flint, and when when all of those, when all the negativity, the nastiness, you know, the things people will say about you or or what you believe, um, you know, for for to be strong against all of those buffets uh, that come come at you, and and not not let it not let it hurt the way you look at others, mm. right? Let them know, Let help you know that they're broken. And, and, you know, it just, it bounces off of you, if you will. Um, that's what stood out to me.
1: Mm. That's,
0: that's great.
1: I'm just highlighting Liz's affirmation of you all, just unconditional love. It's beautiful. Liz, any thoughts? Thank you. No, I'm good. And that's okay, too. That's
0: evidence of a well-trained tongue, Tongue. (laughs) right?
1: (laughs) Greg, what jumped out to you?
0: Well, obviously, uh, I will just simply say that the adventure of of forging your family, including us for the kingdom is just that it is an adventure. It's always new and we always face new challenges. And um, gosh, I will say in the season of our life right now, uh, it can't be underscored the power of the tongue to either build up or to tear down. And often as parents, we know there are moments of reprimand. We know that there are moments of challenge and invariably the things that we're going to deal with in life with our children down the road that bless them or impacted them or cause trauma, cause challenge are going to be things pertaining to the tongue. And truthfully, some of that parents, we know this also, that some things, you know what you needed to say, you know, and there, and there may be not enough parents who are speaking clearly, lovingly, directly. And we know that there's a culture that dishonors parents there's just a culture that hey i think i know better especially when kids get older and that takes a level of prudence and so this this whole passage i think is an encouragement that you know god blesses us to have his heart and to really not react but that we respond
1: um so for me um two things that jumped out one is um kind of echoing Walt's stuff too um but just that you know the The prophet Isaiah is describing this really horrific um, experience, right? Being beaten, beard being plucked, you know, the face like flints, the whole thing. And yet there's the foundation is so strong in the Lord God that Mm. it doesn't matter, Mm. you know, and and just to have that anchor of not just faith, but relationship and like such a confidence in um Mm. just God, right? Yes. And so like that challenges me. Right. And, and like, I want that deeper anchor. I want that deeper relationship with God so that in those moments, not just because of this, but knowing that in those moments, then it really doesn't matter. Mm. You know, God is all that matters. Um, And the, the line that really jumped out at me was um, how to speak to the weary, a word That will rouse them. Hmm. My mind went to the Christmas song. um, Is it a holy night? (laughs) Um, A weary world Mm. rejoices, right? Yes, beautiful. Christ, just the word weary. Who doesn't relate to that word, Mm. right? Especially in today's culture, in whatever problems um, one faces in their families, whether it be a health issue whether it be relational junk, you know, just all those things. But just, you know, as we look around and people who have not been blessed with a faith, with the opportunities that we are so blessed as Catholics to have, mm. like there is great weariness there. And so how, what is that prayer that that the Lord will speak a word through us that will mm. rouse them, you know, not for our benefit, but truly as brothers and sisters in Christ wanting to give them the goodness that the Lord desires, Mm -hmm. um, that they, they may be roused and, and come into relationship with the Lord and be a light to be a hope Mm -hmm. in this craziness of culture.
0: Wonderful. If you've got people around you, God has blessed you to be a blesser. He's blessed you to be attuned to their heart and to speak that. So maybe those of you who are listening right now, think of who is a person right now in need of a word that might rouse or encourage them all of us can think of somebody. Well, be the voice, whether it's a text, ideally face to face. You know, on the phone, all the better for me. Exactly, awesome. So, folks, looking at the time, we're just going to probably be landing this on just this first Wait, reading. Liz wants to say okay, something. go ahead.
3: Okay, so the, the the line that struck out to me. Sorry, I had, I'm a little slow. No, it's um, all good. It's also that I might know how to speak to the weary, mm-hmm. and that um, God has given me the courage to be able to say, hey, can I pray over you? I mm. had just last week three different instances. Um, one was at Mass on Sunday. Um, one was I went and visited my grandma in the nursing home who I haven't got to see mm. in over a year because of COVID. And then um, my sister-in-law the other just uh, yesterday mm. um, was able to encourage, would you like me to pray over you? And the ability to do it. That's awesome. Um, so just that I I have that courage and that strength now because I know that God will give me the word.
0: That's awesome. And I love the the resonance, Liz, with the witness of going vertical. Those two words have really punctuated my sense of what God wants of his people right now in this age to go vertical, not just to talk about the stuff, certainly not to be, if you will, on Fox News, whatever your choice is, life support, but to be attuned to the heart of God and to go vertical in prayer. So um, on this first reading, as with all the readings here, we've got two questions and a go-around question. Um, we now just discuss. What struck you, challenged you, inspired you? What questions did it raise? That could carry an entire 45 minutes to an hour as you've experienced. The second question for this one, which we're not going to go around and ask answer, but it tends to tap what's the key idea here in a challenging way. So, for instance, for this, with time, we would go around and say, what difference might it make if you had a better trained tongue. So off air, consider that, have that conversation with your family and be vulnerable and be the first person to maybe share, hey, I know my words have not always been honoring of God or others. Share what it might be like if we, you know, we're more attuned to what God's desire with this gift, this powerful capacity of speech. But we are going to end, I think, with the last um, go around question, as we call it in this case, go around, affirm how each person has blessed you with his or her word. Words, encourage him or her. So, Liz to Walt, Walt to Liz, speaking to each other. Go uh, share with that per your, your spouse. Affirm how each one has blessed you with his words.
3: Oh, Walt affirms me with his words all the time. He is amazing at telling me that I'm a wonderful mom and that I'm beautiful and that he loves me. So, he's, he's he is excellent at that. Or, mm. I'm not sure what Walt can say. <laughs> <so good. laughs>
2: I think it's her actions. Mm. She's the most self-sacrific- self-sacrificing person I've, I've truly ever met, mm. and she does it without complaining and joy. And and right, you can't you can't do both. Um, you can't have both if you're really self-sacrificing. That really means you're doing it um, for all the right reasons, mm. right? For the, for the for the love of others, and they're there it can't be joined by complaining and uh and frustration and lashing Mm. my wife did a phenomenal job Mm. of completely self-sacrifice uh for the love of the family and for others and it's beautiful Mm.
1: i'm your fact checker it is true it is true (laughs) good yes um so gregory richard um the the ways that i've been encouraged by your words are endless also and um you are so good and have so many words and, um, you know, of encouragement of um, of my person, of as a wife, as a mother, um, just walking together. And um, even of recent days of some difficult uh, moments around us, just how you've shared um the the your gratefulness of not just our marriage but the deep friendship that we've been blessed mm. with in it so mm. um, which is obviously a very encouraging thing.
0: Mm. Thank you, honey. Love you, um, Steph. For you, the one word that I shared in the car coming back with Terry Langendorfer from the uh, event, the Great Retreat. As um, you call on the phone, and people may find it goofy, you know, pet words that couples have for each other. I have a unique one. I, I called. Should you. I
1: be nervous? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I know. I said,
0: I said, "Hey, effervescent." And Terry said, "Effervescent." Afterwards, that is so accurate. <laughs> you are effervescent, Steph. Your your heart it comes out in encouragement. It comes out in support. It comes out in humor. You just you know you're like the you're like a great bubbly fine wine and no, not fine wine, fine champagne bubbly. I'm not a champagne fan. You're just effervescent <laughs> all the time. So, folks, you're tuned into Ignite Radio Live. Uh, we are blessed to be in the Roadmap Series um, with the Ericsons, and we're going through the Live It Gathering Guide. It has been. blessing for us to be doing this and we encourage you to take the time if it's just you as a couple with your family take the time set it aside discover the grace we have not completely landed this we've kind of given you more of a taste of it but um, the final thing that you do really is you go around and you make a commitment one definable area in your life that you want to grow in and the family goes around and shares that commitment and then you have a closing prayer and i simply want to note that when you do this consistently think about it every family member is hearing the contents of the heart of another they're learning how to be honest and transparent and to trust they're learning the struggles and the challenges so they're more empathetic to whatever you know difficulty that family member may be exhibiting through the week they're held accountable right because if we keep sharing the same kind of you know vice that we're struggling with week after week you know we're not growing so there's a sense of every week when you share that commitment you know are we praying for one another in sum, this is an occasion of truly making your home the saint-making environment that God designed it to be. I'll say that again. Criseos are great. Chirps are great. All that is awesome. This is about making your home that kind of place, that all that we do is an occasion of discovering who we are in Christ, images of the Trinity, to live it out vibrantly, to know how God calls us then to radiate that to everyone in our lives. So many stories we and the Ericksons could share about people who've been blessed as a result of the overflow factor. So I don't have any final answers <coughs> notes erickson's of encouragement to anybody who's listening to do this before we
2: land well we we, we've been doing it for so long now we've we've truly made it our own but it's in preparation for uh, the show we 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 talked about like well gosh like we just we live it now Uh, no no pun intended right but but the conversations i mean we're just we talk so much deeper as a family
3: you pray often, often,
2: very often. Well, Mm -hmm. every, every day, sometimes multiple times a day. And it's, it's very natural. It's very comfortable. Um,
3: our girls, I asked them last night, I'm like, do you feel comfortable coming to us with, with, do you come to us with everything, with every question? I'm like, be honest, tell me the truth. Mm. And, um, Allie was like, yeah, I know that I can. She goes. Sometimes it's still hard because whatever I want to ask is embarrassing or whatever or whatever. But um, she's like, Yeah, I can always come to you. And I'm. That's. I mean, I hope it stays that way. Mm-hmm. Late eighteen.
0: That's wonderful. Thank you guys. And all of you who've been with us tonight um, know that this grace is always accessible, right? Anytime we turn to God in prayer. So maybe we'll just close now in prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, you made our hearts to yearn for you, to know you. To experience you, we will only be happy if we seek you, Lord. So we just turn to you now. You know our deepest needs in every way for material things, physical things, spiritual, emotional, relational. Lord, we come to you with our poverty, knowing that you are our provision. Pour it forth right now, God. Simple prayer, pour it forth. We receive, pour it forth. Dispose us to receive you. God, pour forth your grace in every way. Um, Give us, increase our confidence, God, of how present you are to us and the work that you want to do, Lord, and prepare us to receive you in the Eucharist as much as we can even throughout the week, but in a particular way this coming Sunday. Make us aware that we get to actually partake of you, to become one with you. Is there any greater intimacy, any greater desire of our hearts than to be intimately one with you who are our God and in you with all others. We ask for this blessing and this grace through Christ our Lord poured forth into every single marriage, family, and home of all who are listening and throughout the whole world that your kingdom come and your will be done. Through Christ our Lord we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Amen. Son, in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Folks, we love you so much. Some of you we know, most of you we don't, but we're united on this amazing journey in a particular way. Walton and Liz, gosh, you guys are such a tremendous Amen. blessing to Amen. us. Thank you so much for taking the time and we look forward to seeing you again very soon.
1: God bless.
0: God bless you guys.
1: God bless you. Our first concern
3: must be his name, his
0: kingdom, his will, Hello, everybody. Greg Schleter here, and with the balance of our time, I wonder if I could just speak to you heart to heart and ask that you please consider supporting our movement. We all know how difficult the past couple years have been. We've been so blessed by the support of a number of just dear family and friends and this kingdom builders of businesses that we are just delight in supporting and uh, telling their story through so many means. The Father teaches us.
3: But our relationship to God is one of dependence. We are His adopted sons and daughters through Christ.
0: But really at the heart of everything we're about is that family, marriages and family are the cornerstone of civilization. We're all about providing a vision, the resources and tools and support to really live this out vibrantly. Our last nine years truly has been amazing how many families we've been able to bless, and certainly we've been very blessed by them. There's a vision here, and there's a plan, really, for this region to reverberate throughout this country. All
3: that we are and all that we have comes from Him and is destined to return to
0: Him. Please go to family.us Again, I ilovemyfamily.us. Resources are all entirely free. Weekly Live It Gathering guides, our weekly podcast, our belief in beverage nights. So many opportunities for free. Our power hours going on every Thursday night for those who are registered. Tremendous occasions for couples to grow. So again, I ilovemyfamily.us. Recognize the great gift that it is um, for you to see all that we have available. And click on the Partner tab. The challenge is to widen our hearts. By hallowing
3: His name, by seeking His kingdom, and by accepting His will
0: please prayerfully consider how you might be a monthly partner if you're so called that is such a blessing to keep supporting us or if it's just a one time donation perhaps you're getting a nice check back from the government whatever it may be uh, we are fully accountable we have a magnificent board we've got a vision to really see this region come alive and to reach families in ways we never have before but we do ask that you please check it out I love my family us click on that partner tab keep us in your prayers and as always if there's any way in particular we can pray for you don't hesitate to contact us. God bless you.